Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. Therapy is so important. You literally ghosted your therapist. Well, she deserved it, so. Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. If you don't follow me on Instagram, needless to say, we're fighting. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. Welcome back to the show. It's PXY Mornings with Moose. That's Breezy. 43 for your high today, and I gotta tell you. Looks like the sun is peaking this morning. That's what somebody said. It, oh, it was Marty. Yeah, there it is. Oh, here it Our comes. Our girl Marty running traffic. This is a conversation we've had time and time again when it comes to work ethic based around uh, Gen Zers, correct? And it was like, what, last month, two months ago, a couple weeks ago, that, we talked about. Yep. How Gen Zers were bringing, bringing their, their parents. parents to their interviews. Yeah, and a lot of employers were not hiring them because of that. It's like very awkward, very weird. Very embarrassing. So this was a video, I believe on TikTok. It went viral. Went viral, and it is pretty much split down the middle mm-hmm. with what people believe to be true. Poor, poor work ethic or you get paid for... What you put in. You, the job you're supposed yeah. to be doing. and. You know, we talk about it a lot, and I feel like Gen Zs get a lot of heat from, you know, just millennials, Gen X, boomers, and beyond, and of like, you're lazy, and like, you don't want to work, nobody wants to work these days. But at the same time, I do think that Gen Z are really good with their boundaries. Mm-hmm. And and some people who, you know, don't subscribe to, to boundaries or pushing themselves to the limit don't love particularly love that and it makes them seem lazy or incompetent but i don't think anybody's right in this situation i just think that it's interesting it depends on who you ask you know what i mean depends on who you ask it depends on your age um so let me give a little backstory for for what's going on right now you do that and then i'm going to play this clip when you're ready okay so uh, on TikTok, obviously, there's a bunch of the internet's a wild, wild, wild place. But essentially, this clip went viral of this woman who does a lot of corporate skits. That's her whole shtick is like does corporate skits, and she got really, really popular. Her name's Corporate Natalie, and she ends up, you know, talking or maybe having a podcast. I don't know with one of her friends, and people can write in, similar to our show, and they read their stories and blah blah blah. She ends up reading. 
a story that somebody wrote in and basically eviscerating this person because they said, my Gen Z hire refuses to come in at at 8 a.m. for our meeting because they said they have a workout class. And then somebody responds and it goes goes south. So why don't you play it and we can just kind of go through it. Yeah, take a listen. Here's the clip right here. To come in for an 8 a.m. meeting, my Gen Z new hire said, Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. Should this be allowed? My visceral reaction was, are you kidding me? No, fully, like, angered, typing this out. I was like, please. Like, my hand's shaking, and it's not from the caffeine. You just started this job. Also, an 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Workout at 6, yeah. maybe 7. Hi. Yeah, Natalie. So, um, we can talk about this more later, but I'm going to address this now. It was made very clear during the interview process that the working hours for this position is between 9 to 5 p.m. Eastern time and I am on Eastern time. I made that very clear with HR because I have commitments outside of work. I go to the gym, I work out because I care about my health. Sure, I can make a sacrifice to go to an 8 a.m. meeting had I known at least a week before that I needed to go at 8 a.m., not a day before. Also, my workout class starts at 7.30, not at 8, but I didn't know that I needed to tell you that. Okay, let's just say I skip the gym. Two things. When can I expect you to reimburse me for my class? And two, are you going to be paying me from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. or at the very least, let me leave at 4 p.m.? Natalie, if your answer to both of those are no, then there's no discussion needed. I will see you at 9 o'clock today. Also, yeah, I sent an email to HR about this and sent them the link to that TikTok video. So um, just to make things clear. So he took that video and he sent it to HR? So what <laughs> what this like looks like is Natalie, who owns a business, mm-hmm. talking about her employee on this, you know, said platform, which wasn't the case at all. She was just reading. There was no context that she was reading a story of an email that a listener had sent in. And that guy also was performing a skit such as hers, like kind of responding in like a funny, triggered way. Right. And the Internet just kind of blew up. Now Natalie's getting canceled, even though the whole thing was fake. And... I think it just it, – it, it hits the topic of a lot of different things. One, the internet's a crazy place and the power that the internet have, has is like I, in my opinion, way too powerful. I think it's a scary, scary place. I mean we just did the AI thing earlier. It's insane. I know. I know. But also at the same time of this task at hand and this argument at hand of – should you be allowed to go to a, an 8 a.m. workout when you know you have a meeting or prior – obligation for your work and you're not getting paid for it mm. well it depends a lot of the times mm. you're on salary so sometimes you got to work outside your normal hours and okay. you should you should expect that okay fair but also at the same time you can't you're not at mercy to your job or you shouldn't be at least in my opinion like yeah if we have a meeting or we have an event outside of work, fine, I'm game. I want to know about it way ahead of time. You can't just like call me and be like, hey, I'm going to need you to drop everything and join me tomorrow. Like, I I don't know. I just don't think that's right. And I don't think this person should be getting. No, I think, listen, I think however long it's happening within the workplace, I think it is important to set boundaries. However, I do agree um, that Listen, I may look at this a little differently than you or some people. It's because of how I was raised, but also even more than that. Mm -hmm. um, It goes back to knowing what I had to do when it comes to standing out. When you got 30 people in the room with you, 
How are you going to stand out and prove yourself? Right. It's never from doing the bare minimum. I can promise you that. It's always from going the extra mile. Sure. If I was a manager and someone had an issue because they had to do work outside their working hours by an extra 60 minutes, now I wouldn't. I would stop counting on them altogether. Mm. That's not someone I want to have in my corner. Fair enough. I'm all about a healthy work-life balance and doing the things that you want to do outside work. I, that's very important. But when you have a salary-paid gig, you may have to stop it up and not work when you want to sometimes. It makes my skin crawl when I constantly hear that that's not my job. That's not what I get yeah. paid to do. No, I understand Suck that. Suck it up. Do I it. I understand that. And I, I actually am in lockstep with your thinking of like, you do need to stand out and you do need to do the jobs that people don't want to do in the beginning of your career. But at what point does that end? At what point have you established yourself enough in a career or in a position or in a, a level of status within your company that you're like, uh, I did the bottom of the barrel and I have somewhat of seniority not to say that you won't help out or that you won't take one for the team or help your team but at the same time i do feel like it's such this push and pull with with these gen z's because they're like i want to work life balance but also like they're so anti corporate and Very. things like that because they've also grown up watching people like you and i or their parents or their grandparents and it's like I don't want that for myself. No, and not I to mention. I don't want that for myself. Um, quite a handful are bitter right now, too, because it's like, I'm going to work, 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 mm-hmm. and not have any money to pay for a home. I don't. I, I, I work my ass off, but I can barely afford rent for an apartment. Right. I get it. What's yeah. the incentive? Right. I understand that. But going back to what you're saying is if you start a new job, which it sounds like this girl Natalie was saying, mm-hmm. this is a brand new employer, and you automatically say... No, that's not. That's out of my working hours. It looks pretty bad. Yeah. No, I get that. I understand that. There's a couple of people weighing in right now with what they think of this. Um, this person says this generation doesn't want to live to work. They want to work to be able to live, especially since there's talks that they're raising the retirement age to age 70, 70. which is what we talked about yep. last week. This person says, absolutely not. Life shouldn't be working yourself into the ground just to enjoy the five years you have left of your life. I agree with the Gen Z mentality, especially since companies don't care if you live or die. Oh, my God. And, you know, I think this is this comes back to uh, find something you absolutely love doing or start your own business. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that don't like listening to the man. And I totally get that. Yeah. You know? For sure. But but it's it's sometimes you don't have a choice. So what are you going to do? I agree. And also the whole, like, these companies don't care if you live or die. I do think that's true in a sense. And, like, I think that they're just kind of adopting the same attitude that those companies have towards them. But at the same time, is that going to pay your bills? Is that going to fulfill your paycheck? I don't know. I don't think so. If I was a manager and I owned my own company, I was CEO, I'm going to be honest. I would not expect my employers to work as hard as I do. I would expect them and trust them to do their job. job But they're not going to be as passionate as I am and work as hard as I do. This is my dream. This is my company. (laughs) This is my company. You no, know, I'm just for saying. For sure. No, for sure. And I don't know. I, I I don't know if 
there is a right or wrong answer to this. I just think it's completely different perspective. And that's what life is. It is perspective. I'm not, you know, saying that it's right nor wrong because I agree. I am in lockstep with you. The only reason I am where I am today is because I put in these crazy hours into these crazy jobs that nobody wanted to do. And I was a yes man. And I showed up and I said yes. And, you know, it paid off. Yeah. But at what cost? This person said, old folks just don't like the fact that us young people know how to stand up for ourselves. We realize no job is worth taking abuse for, especially when they pay minimum wage and we can't afford housing. It's because it's always going to go back to that. Right. And that's a bigger issue that I don't know if that has a right. lot to do with your employer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're selling, you know ranches from 1892 for half a mil i know trust me (laughs) i've been to fairport it's comical it really is it's crazy but anyway this thing is four hundred thousand dollars just the garage this part that's (laughs) (laughs) not having you on the show is like eating a plate with no hot sauce wait people do that Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. 98PXY's Moose and Breezy invite you to grab your popcorn. Get comfortable in your seat. Because Breezy's about to break down a classic she somehow missed over the last quarter century. It's Breezy's Big Movie Review. Yesterday on the show, Breezy and I acted out the 1995 film Casino, starring Robert De Niro, my favorite, Joe Pesci, and of course, the beautiful Sharon Stone. Sharon. All directed by Martin Scorsese. Some like to say Scorsese. I do not. I've never heard anyone say that like that. Yeah. Scorsese? Yeah. No. Yeah. Take a listen to a clip of Breezy and I acting out the scene from the famous film Casino on Moosterpiece Theater yesterday. F you get off talking to people behind my back going over my head you think I wasn't gonna find out whoa whoa what people ah you do I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> oh no you said I'm bringing heat on you I gotta listen to other people because of your BS you're ordering me out you better bring your own freaking army pal I didn't do anything I didn't order you out or anyone for that matter now I'm southern <laughs> <laughs> All I did was tell Annie Stone that you had a lot of heat on you, buddy. And that was the problem. (sighs) Well, me, you personally, and every wise guy in this town will take a piece of your ass. This is your warning. (laughs) (laughs) Another bizarre clip. It was just... It's always a masterpiece. You know it what I really mean? is. Uh, if you haven't seen this film, you have to. In the early 1970s, <clears throat> Las Vegas low-level mobster Sam Ace Rothstein, played by Robert De Niro, he gets uh, taped by his bosses. Taped? Yeah. Sure. Maybe it says tapped. At first, he's a great success in his job, but over the years, problems with loose cannon enforcers like Nicky Santoro, Joe Pesci, his uh, ex-hustler wife, Ginger, Sharon Stone, and her con artist ex, Lester Diamond, and a handful of corrupt politicians put Sam in ever-increasing danger. Martin Scorsese directs this 
It's an adaption by Nicholas Spileggi's book. Yeah, you know, Rotten Tomatoes scored this 78, which I thought was a little low, because there's a lot of people that are like, I actually liked Casino better than Goodfellas. I'm like, yeah, I really did Okay, enjoy so my thing Casino. is this. Casino, Goodfellas, and Jersey Boys, are they not all the same movie? Jersey Boys? No, that's not. That's not even close. I, I mean, I haven't seen, I've seen Jersey Boys and now Casino, and I think Goodfellas too. Actually, I think I've seen all of them, but like... And The Godfather. I just seem like the, they all seem kind of like the same Well, they're movie. very heavy mobster movies. Right. They're very Italian-based. Did yes. you know that um, mob wife era is like in right now? Yes. Yes. Everyone wants to be a mob wife. Anybody watching the new Netflix uh, Griselda Blanco on, you know, the new uh, Netflix show? It's so good. Mm. Interesting. She works for the cartel. She's that. She's the big head boss. The big head. She's a big head boss. Big head boss. But did you ever watch like Narcos or any of that? Uh, Ah, Breezer, they're so good. You know what I did watch? The one with Emily Blunt with the bodies in the wall. Yeah. What is that called? Uh, I forget the name of it. Fargo or something? Um, Anyways. So you watched Casino last night. Did you have, first of all, did the movie hold up? Um, well, now that the mob wife era is back, probably, in my opinion, I mean, everyone's really in their mob wife era right now, but... You know how many bodies are buried in the Las Vegas desert? Oh my God. Thousands. This movie absolutely held up. There's nothing to think about. Do you have a favorite character in the film, Breeze? Of course I did. <laughs> Who was it? Sharon Stone. Oh, Ginger. <laughs> no, obsessed. No, what, I'm literally What obsessed. did you like about her? Besides her snort and coke every other scene. Yeah, they were... The thing about it was they were so vulgar in this movie. They were. So vulgar. It was like, oh my gosh. It's an aggressive lifestyle to we live. We get it. We get it. Um, I just thought Pesci she was absolutely is, fabulous, to be honest. Her, her style was great. Her, her whole vibe was kind of like my vibe. Who did you hate? Um, Nikki. Yeah, Ugh. Joe Pesci, man. Play See, some yeah. hardcore characters, that yeah. guy. There was a couple of things about this movie that made me a little queasy, but we'll get into that. Uh, what was your favorite scene in Casino? Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it seemed like it was the same, but the one scene when they're at the blackjack table and he's like losing his mind mm-hmm. and the um the dealer, the girl dealer is just like, going about her day and he's like I'm gonna kill you it was hilarious to me least favorite scene that I I genuinely believe I'll be talking to my therapist about tomorrow was the cornfield scene oh yeah no no I'm all set my favorite no, scene really in the film yeah see what happens when you mess with the wrong people you get a bat to the face multiple bats Mul- not just to the face the body he everywhere literally covered in blood and then so they much blood. bury you alive in a cornfield did mm. you have a best throwback moment from this film there's, there, I mean, there's a lot of them there. I think my favorite, my favorite one that I'm like so thankful for that we don't do anymore is smoke inside of public places. Mm, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, no, I'm grossed out. Well, you could still do that in casinos anywhere in you Las can? Vegas. Yeah. Oh, not in New York though. I don't think so. No. In most casi- there are casinos like, that allow remember smoking. Remember, like back in the '90s, where you like <clears throat> would go to a restaurant, and they're like, "Do you want smoking section or non-smoking section?" It's like, um, we can literally smell. Everything. Yeah, growing up, I mean, Sunday mornings, me and my family would go to Perkins. Like, do you want smoking or non-smoking? Big Perkins does it, guy. Does it matter? 
You think that one wall dividing the room is going to stop that cigarette smoke from getting in my eggs? Literally. Uh, popcorn bucket score, Breezy. I'm going to give Casino out of five popcorn buckets. A th- two, two nine. Two nine? Where did you come up with that score? I don't know. I just thought it was really vulgar. Really graphic. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's about the mafia. I mean, it's a whole... It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's very, very dark life to live. my stomach turn a little so bit. So a 2-9, even though Rotten Tomatoes scored at almost an 80%. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's great. Right. Do you have any recommendations on what you would like to watch next week? You know what? Never mind. I got a film for you. No, we'll wait. Watch. Wait. Can we watch a new movie together? This what is about... Like- big Breezy's big movie review is about classic films. Crazy Stupid Love. That's what I want to watch. Yeah, but this should be a movie you haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I've seen it seven times. What? Yeah, it's one of my faves. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> Big Ryan Gosling fan. PXY is free and always will be. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Welcome to the show. The Sean is shining. Sean is shining. The Sean is shining. Uh, just after 940 here. So uh, I just want to backtrack real quick for a second. Um, Breezy has been entering a lot of contests lately to try and win money. Now, originally, here's what had happened. Uh, she developed, um, what did you develop in your pinky finger? Carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. You know why? Because she was using her phone and the screen time was saying 10 and a half hours a day, mm-hmm. which is a stupid number. So yeah. her pinky's all disformed now. So I was like, you know what? She's decided I'm going to go on a cleanse for one month without using my phone. Mm -hmm. And then 24 hours later, I stumble across, if anybody's familiar with Siggy's yogurt, it's delicious Delicious. yogurt. They're doing a contest for anyone that can give up their phone for an entire month. You have the chance to win $10,000. So I brought this to her attention. I'm like, if you're going to give up your phone and do a cleanse, why not win a chunk of change doing it? Yeah. So she had to basically write an entire essay on why she should be why she should be chosen for this. Right. And you did that. I, I didn't did. know you entered the contest. Oh, I did. I did. Yesterday was the last day. And then we get an email from the radio station saying if you're a radio personality, if you have a morning show, we encourage you to do a video mm-hmm. for New York State for public the, radio. The Rochester or the New York State Broadcast Association. They want to be able to use these videos for their, I don't know, students. To like encourage people to like go into radio. And broadcasting. Yeah. So you did a three minute video. It took you three hours to cut up and edit. Yeah. That was a, a beautiful but video. But I put a lot of work into that. And like, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, I guess my question is, do these contests like actually work or do I actually have a shot or am I just wasting my time because obviously I know from doing this job that people win contests all the time we give stuff away all the time and that's all fine and well I can't win win any of that stuff but normally when we pick up and people are like I won I never win anything they always say I never win anything is there a strategy behind this entry process because for both contests I put in 
at like the very last second of the deadline. So it was like kind of top of mind. That was my thought process behind it. Correct. You waited the last minute. The so last second. You think it would come up first in their database? Yes. You probably are wrong. Really? <laughs> I I don't know the algorithm. I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, listen. They're going to go through all of them. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I I absolutely think so. I think for for me is like, okay, you send the first one and then you send the second one and it just all gets buried, buried, buried. But if it's like top of mind. Did you get confirmation that they received it? Yes. So I emailed the video yesterday to um, the broadcast guy and I was like, please email me back and confirm that you received the video. And he said, yes. And then I sent it over to our boss and she never responded. So that was fun. Um, Does anybody know somebody that constantly wins no matter what they do? I don't care if it's a scratch off at the entry contest. I had a neighbor that won a car. She won the lottery from a scratch off. Constantly won anything and everything. Yeah. And the more people tend to win, the more it snowballs to them winning more. I never right. really understood the process. I don't either. I don't understand the process. My uncle's like that. He wins everything. Or maybe he doesn't win, but he gets very lucky with things. Like- I had a substitute teacher who won a like 1.5 mil off a of scratch off at the Land Long Pond Wegmans years ago. It's always that one, too. And then she passed away. Oh I hope God. she got a chance to enjoy it, though. Oh, my God. It's terrible. I won one big thing growing up. Uh, we used to have, uh, it wasn't Dick Sporting, it was Rochester Sports. It's a big sporting arena. It was like a warehouse. And they were giving away two tickets plus a limo ride to the Bills game. Oh, my God. And I was in fifth grade, and they put my name in the hat. And then two weeks later, we get a phone call that I had won. So they picked me and my dad up in a limo. They drove me to my first Bills game. We went to have lunch at the clubhouse. I kicked a couple field goal tickets, met all the players, went to the game. They fed us the the whole nine yards. It was an amazing experience, but memory that I had. I was like, that was the really first big thing I won. That was a contest. Huh. You want to hear what I've won? Juicy fruit gum. I put in for a contest with my orthodontist to go on the, I don't even know what it's called. What kind of a contest is this? He's going to take you to the cabin for the weekend? So he was doing, <laughs> oh my God. Not me being blessed. Um, <clears throat> he was doing like a, a day at Darien Lake for all of his clients. It was like a family day through the orthodontist office. Everybody could go. Yeah. Giving away free tickets to Darien. And then you put in to ride the, I think it's called the Sky Coaster. It's that thing where they strap you in. They harness you in. I'm familiar. They bring you up, bring you up, bring you up, bring you up, and then you just drop. Yeah, I'm familiar. So it was ride the Sky Coaster with, you know, doctor and two other people or three people so i put in for it and that's what i want that's bizarre and we didn't even i didn't even get to do it with him because we were stuck in traffic oh my god i wouldn't even i wouldn't have gone and done that i was like yeah this is come spend a day with your orthodontist at a theme park what Who's doing who would want to do that that doesn't sound appealing at all Well, i put in for the contest and i won not being the only one putting in for it. Yeah, that's why you won. <laughs> that's exactly why. Oh my gosh. Um, this person says, my friend's parents 
won $1.5 million on a scratch-off from Kinney Drugs in Syracuse, New York. Oh, amazing. This person says, hey guys, it's Rach. Rach. I want a pair of tickets from you guys. Post Malone. Um, Drake. Well, kind of. You gave them to me even though I lost trivia. And ever since... I've been winning a ton of giveaways. That's incredible. I think you just kind of forget about it, and then you're so surprised when you win. I won tickets to a comedy show, a Salvatore's gift card, a gift card to Trotta, a gift card to Jose Joe's, and a wine bar. I'm just in my lucky girl era, I guess. Yeah, you sure are. (sighs) When you start winning so much, you stop thinking about it, and you start expecting it. It's kind of like the law of attraction. Do you think you need one, like, spark to, to start winning and then it kind of snowballs, like Rach said? I I think I think Rach is onto something, yeah. Rach. Yeah. Give me some of your luck. Not you quitting your job, Rach. <laughs> Living off gift cards. <laughs> Rachel's like, you guys got me? Cool, 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 cool. Hey, it's Devins, and I'll keep you in the know on everything happening right here in Rochester. Because I actually live here, just like you. Along with tons of PXY music every afternoon, starting at 3 on 98PXY. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 